found in one corner were open and had been apparently rifled, though many articles still remained in them. Of Madame L'Espagne, no traces were here seen. But an unusual quantity of soot being observed in the fireplace, a search was made in the chimney and, horrible to relate, the corpse of the daughter, head downward, was dragged therefrom, it having been thus forced up the narrow aperture for a considerable distance. The body was quite warm. Upon examining it, many excoriations were perceived, no doubt occasioned by the violence with which it had been thrust up and disengaged. Upon the face were many severe scratches, and upon the throat dark bruises and deep indentations of fingernails, as if the deceased had been throttled to death. After a thorough investigation of every portion of the house without further discovery, the party made its way into a small paved yard in the rear of the building, where lay the corpse of the old lady, with her throat so entirely cut that upon an attempt to raise her, the head fell off. The body, as well as the head, was fearfully mutilated, the former so much so as scarcely to retain any semblance of humanity. To this horrible mystery, there is not as yet, we believe, the slightest clue. The next day's paper has these additional particulars. The tragedy in the Rue Morgue. Many individuals have been examined in relation to this most extraordinary and frightful affair, but nothing whatever has transpired to throw light upon it. We give now a record of the material testimony elicited. The first witness was Pauline Duberg. I have known both the deceased for three years. I run a laundry. The old lady and her daughter seemed on good terms, very affectionate toward each other. I cannot speak in regard to their mode or means of living. I believe that Madame L'Espagne told fortunes for a living. She was reputed to have money put by. I never met any person in the house when I called for their clothes. I am sure they employed no servants. The next witness was Pierre Moreau. I am a tobacconist and have been in the habit of selling small quantities of tobacco and snuff to Madame L'Espagne for four years. I was born in the neighborhood and have always resided here. The deceased and her daughter had occupied the house in which the corpses were found for more than six years. It was formerly occupied by a jeweler who underlet the upper rooms to various persons. The house was the property of Madame L'Espinier. She became dissatisfied with the abuse of the premises by her tenant and moved into them herself, refusing to let any portion. The old lady was childish. I had seen the daughter some five or six times during the six years. The two lived an exceedingly retired life, were reputed to have some money. I heard it among the neighbors that Madame L'Espinier told fortunes, but did not believe it. I had never seen any person enter the door except the old lady and her daughter, a porter once or twice, and a physician some eight or ten times. Many other persons, neighbors, gave evidence to the same effect. No one was spoken of as frequenting the house. It was not known whether there were any living connections of Madame L'Espagne and her daughter. The shutters of the front windows were seldom open. Those in the rear were always closed, with the exception of the large back room fourth story. The house was a good house, not very old. Isidore Musée, the gendarme who arrived first at the scene, gave the following deposition. Well, I was called to the house about three o'clock in the morning and found some twenty or thirty persons at the gateway endeavoring to gain admittance. I forced it open at length with a bayonet. 
I had but little difficulty in getting it open on account of its being a double or folding gate and bolded neither at bottom nor top. The shrieks were continued until the gate was forced, then suddenly ceased. They seemed to be screams of some person or persons in great agony, were long and drawn out, not, not short and quick. I led the way up the stairs. Upon reaching the first landing, we heard two voices in loud and angry contention, the one a gruff voice, the other much shriller, a very strange voice. I could distinguish some words of the former, which was that of a Frenchman. I'm positive that it was not a woman's voice. I, I could distinguish the words sacre and diable. The shrill voice was that of a foreigner. I could not be sure whether it was the voice of a man or of a woman. I could not make out what was said, but uh, believe the language was Spanish. Mrs. Henri Duval, a neighbor, gave the following statement. I was one of the party who first entered the house. As soon as the men forced an entrance, they reclosed the door to keep out the crowd.